Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Has he got one ball? Has he got two balls? It's the Lucas Ball Report. No, it's not. Good evening. This is Acton Mill, the real Millwall fan shall accept no substitutes as we talk and we and we, we revel in the sheer godliness that is all Jake Cooper. Um, yeah, Jake Cooper's late, late equaliser, rescuing a point at Sheffield United for Millwall in a game where, let's be fair, Millwall really could have grabbed all three. Joining me uh, this evening to dissect the events from Bramall Lane uh, is Nick Hart. All right, pal? Good evening, listeners. Welcome to the show. Uh, young Mickey Avery. I found my way out of the storeroom of the club shop. Good man, good man. He's, he's, he's online now, ladies and gents. He's online. And the, the sole reason why there is not one wine gum left in the whole of Ukraine is Mr. Harold Warren. All right, pal? Good evening. <laughs> Here he is with a little giggle. Here he is. Um, gents, let's, uh, let's, let's sort of dwell on some quotes from Jake Sanders and John Kelly. Jake Sanders saying, Championship relegation battle should come with a health warning that Millwall are definitely up for the fight and remain on course to reach their desired destination. John Kelly uh, quotes Neil Harris saying, what we lack as a club in certain qualities and what we can afford will never lack in heart or desire. Hashtag Millwall. Let's, uh, let's dissect those quotes. Fantastic quotes. Um, it, was a, it was a great performance, wasn't it? I mean, I was following it on the, um, the dodgiest of, um, of, uh, of feeds. Um, it, it was actually... Uh, someone filming a TV screen in their living room. This is Millwall. Thank you very much. Uh, that was my my live feed, and you know it was it was like watching the early pictures from the moon. But you got the gist of what was going on. No, it was it was a great performance, a season defining performance in some ways, because as Neil Harris rightly puts it, I mean it's 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 been a very pashy season, but as ever there are Millwall moments, and that was a that was a Millwall moment. That that last minute equaliser after the the late late missed penalty. Was 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 Millwall through and through, wasn't it? That, if you want one moment, that's that's the Millwall moment of the season for me. It was actually such a Millwall moment is when the bloke 
that you get all your luck in one particular moment. <laughs> the, 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 the ref gives you a decision that he should give you. He sends the player <laughs> off. Elliot's about to score like some thunderous header. You, you, you get the referee actually do the right decision and only a Millwall fan with, who, who's been going for a number of years goes, we're going to fucking miss this. And you knew he was going to miss it because <laughs> that's Millwall. Millwall. No other club gets... I'm, I'm sure we've got to be the only club that has this kind of drama, right? I, I know... But we don't have it in big ways. We have it every week. Like it's not a, a you know a bit like Jimmy Glass scoring the goalkeeper who famously scored to keep his club up and, uh, and all that. We don't have moments like that. We have moments that build up to Millwall falling on their ass at some point and and Marshall missing and mm. you just and then we have more chances afterwards and you sit there and you think oh it's never going to come and then the the best picture from the days beside the goal is Cooper hurdling the advertising audience and the entire the entire orange clad sort of orange men railway workers jumping <laughs> over to join the code Dave Martin running the entire length of the pitch I saw um, a, a picture online from from a Twitter Mill fan saying um, rest in peace where he's highlighted himself in the crowd from like the CCTV footage <laughs> and as the goal goes in he exits like Del Boy going through the bar. Yeah, I saw that. That, that was so he, funny. He just drops like three rows of seats just on the floor, like face fair. And, you know, they're, they're the moments that why you go fucking all the way to Sheffield, Sheffield yeah, and yeah, Carlisle yeah. and, and everything. That encapsulates what football's about, really. And Chris Wilder, you know, um, quite clearly on uh, Quest EFL saying, is that not a fucking foul? Is that not a fucking foul? Is that not a fucking foul? I think he made it very clear that he thought it was a foul. But that, but, those comments, then. those comments, Harry, like sprinkling salt and vinegar on your chips, you know, it, it makes the, the, the basis of the of the dish so much more flavourful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the fact that he's, I mean, clearly it was a foul. I think we all can agree on that. Um, no, I never saw that. That was, <laughs> was clear 50-50. 50/50. I mean, it was, nearly, it was almost like the two penalties they got earlier on in the season. You know, well, it balances, it balances, but um, I mean, so. you know, um, no, a wonderful moment. And I mean, I actually weighed up whether to go to Sheffield or I was going to go lead, went to Leeds rather than Sheffield, which one would, you know, you, you kind of toss a coin on it. Um, really sad I didn't get up to Sheffield, though. That was that was one of those moments that you live for in, in as a Mill fan. And um, I think what I was going to say, I think as well, with, with John Kelly's uh, what we lack as a club in certain qualities and what we can afford, we'll never lack in heart of desire. is very similar to, you know, that crap right back you used to play with when you was in the Sunday league and it would be, and it would be the uh, end of season, most improved player. That's basically what that quote is, isn't it? It's, it's like they're trying the term clubman of the year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so just the one who turned up all the time to training yeah. on the hope that he'd get a game. That was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and what we can afford, a right back who doesn't actually know what he's doing after time, Wait. but he's got heart or desire. Don't 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 you knock the uh don't you knock the cafu? What was he called on Jamie Price? The Caribbean cafu. Hey, I won I won nut job of the year twice in a row at university, which is always a very proud moment for me. You know, nut nut job of the year was generally one of my, my favourite moments. Did you have to um did you have an acceptance speech for that, mate? No, 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 no. They just hurried you on and hurried you off. It was one of those uh, things. Uh, day, I was expecting you to go a bit like a a bit like Walnut, just go that way for Muscat. That, that way for Muscat. 
I want to I want to take hats off to both of our Millwall journalists, Jake Sanders and John Kelly. That, those those are fantastic words, fantastic quotes, and that Neil Harris quote has got a Churchillian quality to it, doesn't it? What we lack yes. in a club is a in certain qualities, what we can afford, we'll never lack in heart or desire. It's it's fantastic stuff. Don't want, don't really want to mention that we'll fight them on the beaches. We'll it's fight them far in the air. No, you don't really want to mention that, Millwall. <laughs> some people might take that literally. We'll fight them in the stand. We'll fight them in the streets. <laughs> We'll but fight the, them with growing strength and confidence in the air. <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's the, a bit near the mark, Neil. <laughs> the togetherness, the togetherness of the of the players and the travelling support, particularly, I think, is. I mean, I think that's what hurt Neil so hard up at Bolton because the travelling support tends to be the hardest of hard cause, doesn't it? In all senses of the word, because real to travel, real walk, <laughs> to travel these distances, Harry. I mean, you know, to go up to Bolton on a really cold day and see such a miserable miserable performance, and then the the, the the criticism that I think really stung because it was coming from, you know, your own, basically the same people have gone to Sheffield, largely speaking and celebrated. So, so fulsomely. So I think that's what really adds to the pleasure of Saturday because it is, it is this kind of vindication and the togetherness. Yeah, you, you, I think, you, you, I you, think if, you can't, you can't knock coach one. What a great bunch. Yeah. Coach one. <laughs> the, um, we, we knocked him last week. We said we got to get Aaron on there at some point. Um, the, uh, oh my. <laughs> The, the well, we might not job of the year award. I reckon. I reckon I'll fit in nicely. There'll be a few contenders on that coach, you mate. To, you have to find. You have to find the most obscure flag from whatever country <laughs> yeah. one of our players plays from, and Aaron. take that flag with you like a weirdo. Yeah, Aaron. You know the. Um, you know the fishing trip in um. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's. There you go, mate. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring my Yugoslavian Lions flag. Yugoslavian Lions. <laughs> bring, 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 your, bring your Bermondsey Lions flag. Go on. Yeah, yeah, Bermondsey exactly. Free Lions of Bermondsey, Lewisham Council. Um, yeah, the uh, the weird thing is, I think you, you were mentioning in the Bolton game, since the Bolton game, we've been fantastic, haven't we? Yeah, that that was like um, another seminal moment of the season because it was a low point, wasn't it? And to go to Bolton and perform so badly and the result didn't go our way, obviously. And you know, the 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 the, the end of the game, there was there was you know abuse and whatnot directed at Neil Harris. I think it was a moment where everyone you know was wondering what was going to happen next, and and for this squad to find. Um, find it within themselves to pull off these kinds of results since. Um, I, I don't know what, how many what our, you know, wins and losses have been like since. Have a quick look since Bolton. So, we've, yeah, I mean, we've only one defeat since, and that was at Leeds. Other than that, it's wins, draw, wins and draws. So, for the squad to dig so deep, uh, it's a real tribute to this group of players. Because, I mean, as, as Neil says, they're not the most um, gifted or talented, but, but no. uh, Jesus, that, that's, that's, a, that's Just... a, a, a squad with bottle, isn't it? Just looking um, at the, the, the things, you know, obviously we're coming to the, the, the business end of the season. Just looking at the table itself, uh, Ipswich, of course, are down. First time since 57, I think it is, Nick, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a long, uh, uh, three years before I was born, so I don't remember it, but... 57. Um, long time, um, long time ago. Just, yeah. just a point, I just want to point this out. I'd, um, obviously, I take a lot of holidays in Suffolk, that's where my caravan is. And I just want to point out this, it couldn't happen to a nicer fucking football club. <laughs> <laughs> the... Um, yeah. They like have got, they have got a massive. Them and Norwich as two clubs have got a jumped up because they are the only two clubs. It is like choosing the red car or the blue car. Literally, there is no other choice when it comes to East Anglian football. And the well, yeah, I was going to say the word the nonciness of the Norwich chant of "We're going up, you're going down" is Yo. cringeworthy to the extreme. So, um, 
Yeah, they can. I mean, and, I mean, I mean, they, and the fact they fucking uh, lost to Reading in the week just makes me hate Norwich even more. Fuck I off mean, with Timo Puki, you fucking weird. Back, back on Ipswich. Um, you know, I know, I know a few people are enjoying my, my the odd, the odd tale I'm telling here and there, but um, you know, one thing I'm definitely going to miss is not the fact that they do probably the best pie in football in the press room. But it's the fact that every single steward at Ipswich Town Football Club is over the age of sixty. It's like it's like a, it's like the Sanatogen Club there, you know. It's like Saga, on, Saga Holidays, yeah, Saga Holidays. It's like where do you live? Oh, Manchester. Look, we're going to ship you off to Suffolk. Get in here. Get in at Ipswich. There's one guy at Ipswich Town who works on the press room door. He magically teleports himself here and there. He dishes out team sheets and all that. But his key key role. Is to say two things. Point, program, and that's all he does. He just points. He's like, point, program, point, program, point, program. You're like, oh, nice one. Man. You're, you're fucking helpful, you are. And, and I'm going to miss him next season. I am going to miss him next well, season if I don't also, go I'd like Also, I'd like to point out they do have the two most strangely noncy mascots other than the shrimp at oh. South End in the Football League. The What's white unicorn-y and the black horse. I've got a black one as well. I've got a black I'll, one I'll... and a white one that walk around together and they seem to enjoy giving it to the um giving it to the way fans. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. Portman Road is a creepy ground. Yeah. It is very, it is very, very creepy. It's just it's it's the way the stands are designed. But if you go it's into actually like, the... in the Ipswich Red Light District. Is it really? Is it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Right, yeah, yeah. It's where that bloke picked up. That, that's another murder. reason we're disappointed. The, murder, murder. <laughs> the value for money young Mickey Avery was getting in that red light district was unreal. <laughs> the, the saving I would have made from the club shop could have been spent in Ipswich. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm, exactly. I really Did they offer can... a meal deal with that as well? I really can say that Ipswich is in the red light zone. Friends have told me about it. And but I really it's can't it's say next that. to the I mean, council offices, so we know where all their spending cuts are going. But um, very quickly, moving on from Ipswich, because we ain't, you know, this is an Ipswich show, you know. Uh, Bolton, their Benjamin Bloom. Be, I have just witnessed. Their, their, <laughs> their fate could be sealed. Yeah. Uh, good Friday, Bolton Wanderers on 32 points. Uh, apparently, a takeover concerning Lawrence Bassini, former Watford owner, is, uh, is, is looks like it's going to be planned through, although I'll tell you something for free. That guy is a dickhead. Like, they think they got it bad at the moment. I, I, I went Didn't in. he get kicked out for being I was say, a homophobic screw up at, or something? Screw up at Watford what, for some way? For, forget screwed up at Watford. This guy, let, me, let me just give you a brief history of Lawrence Bassini. The guy was made bankrupt and then like had some you know bits and pieces to his name. So he changed one letter in his name. So he got a whole new identity. He changed <laughs> it from Bossini to Bassini. Okay. Anyway, back in the day... Um, I, I, when, I, when I lived in, in, in North London, Northwest London, I walked in to, to uh, a news agent and I had this like old proper rat. I don't know where it was from. I don't, I a, do you know what? In fact, I'll tell you where it was from. You know, do you remember Watford? They used to be, they used to be sponsored by Texaco or Total. You know, those petrol stations. Yeah, they did. You know, you get them free coupons here and there. If you, you, know, you buy 48 litres of, uh, of four star, and you get one, you know, gas mask and, and a free Watford like sweatshirt. I've got a free total sweatshirt. I've walked into the paper shop and Geezer's like, Hey, you Watford fan? I was like, No. And he's like, You know this Lawrence Bassini? I was like, No. He goes, I go, why? He goes, he owe me fucking pepper bill, man. I was like, Geezer wrote on his papers as well. Classy. Nuts. Classy. He got done and he got pushed out of the club. 
by a, t- a couple of lads, the Russo brothers, who are also known as uh, the Salad Boys, because they actually grow cucumbers. That's their business uh, in Watford. <laughs> They're the Watford cucumber growers, uh, valley-grown salads. You got pushed out by them, disappeared, and, and, and Watford have gone from strength to strength. But the fact that they're trying to push out Ken Anderson, the fans are desperate. I'll tell you something for free. Lawrence Bassini, mate, you... He's not the answer. He's not the this answer. This is nothing, Bolton fans. You are up shit creek without a paddle, without a hope, without nothing. You got a hole so in your we, boat. So who are we signing from Bolton then? So we'll have uh, oh, be- Beavers getting back. Well, I was looking at that. We actually asked that the other week, didn't we? I, uh-huh. think, I think we're actually not badly off in Central. If we can survive, we can acquire They got Alex any wingers? Pierce. Uh, yeah, I think I think if we I keep Pierce, we won't need to strengthen the centre. No, no, we need no. a left back, we need a right back, we need a centre forward, we need a, a defensive midfielder, and an attacking so, midfielder. So new striker, new striker, and three goalkeepers. We, we've got yeah. a striker. It's all right. I I basically think we should go and get the Ipswich goalkeeper. Bartosz Bielkowski. Yeah. Mate, hundred percent. I'm back. Class, absolute class. A, a fucking keeper. absolute mental keeper. The only thing he's missing is a pair of tracksuit buttons, isn't it? He literally reminds me. He's conceded 68 goals this season. Yeah, have you seen their defence? Have you seen there was a video going around? Apart apart from the 68 goals, he's class. No, but there was a a video going around of their defending. Most of their goals come from inside the six yard box. And they're all like tappings. They're like literally 34 tappings they've conceded this season. It's just, they're shocking. They are. uh, But the other 32 are his fault. Yeah, well, well, no, yeah, I, don't, I don't reckon so. I think he can't be enough a Jordan Archer. Achtung, Mühlwald. Anyway, looking ahead to some of the fixtures, Rotherham taking on Swansea City. Away at Swansea City, oh, we've got, they're in this sort of late surge of form, the Swans. Um, so yeah. that one will definitely one to uh, well, yeah yeah that that was that's an anomaly we will look past that um, but um, yeah they they uh, take on Rotherham and uh, and and Wigan just below uh, Rotherham as well Rotherham been showing a little bit of spine haven't they I mean I, I think they're limited in their as as Neil Harris has said we're limited they're even more limited but they've been showing some some fight late in the season so I was looking at that fiction I thought it was a, quite a tough one to call because Swansea are mid table going nowhere so. I think, you know, to be honest, as you Robin said, needed, um, I think that would have hurt them. They might have been like, even off the pitch at the time that we get the get the equaliser. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember the year we went um, we went down? We had Andy Marshall in goal. And we mm. we managed to shit house a point away at Watford. I think it was the Sheffield. I think it was under the Tuttle era. Two thousand five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like we that. um we managed to get a draw away at Watford. I was there. We saved the penalty in like last ten minutes or so. And yeah, uh, I think we were up against Sheffield Wednesday to stay up at the time. And I think they they got a draw as well, even later than we did. And you just know the writings on the wall at that point. I think mentally, you, you, it doesn't matter whatever you do, they're chasing us. So I think as long as we just match Rotherham, they can't they can't get there. Well, this is why this this, this, this Brentford game is so huge, Michael, isn't it? I mean, you know, if we can get a win, um, I know it's not cut and dry. The fat lady's not singing, but if we can get a win on Good Friday, that's a massive step forward because you look at the fixtures there, Rotherham got to go to Swansea. Okay, you know, you can call that either way, but Wigan have got to go to Leeds. So, you know, with three games left, we can put some real distance between us and these teams below us. So it's a massive, massive fixture. Yeah, I, I said that a few weeks ago, didn't I, when we when we was on, and I said that the Brentford game will be the one that 
there's no there's no excuse if we don't win because you know they're in a position where they can't go up they can't go down they've not got like you're saying with the Swansea thing not necessarily anything to play for but we no. have we have we have to win this game also touching on the point you were saying about with Rotherham I'm not sure if if any of you noticed it as well when we played them at our ground you talk about the togetherness we had when we was away. They had a lot of togetherness, you know, celebrating that point. It was a nil-nil performance. Mm. They didn't really attack. They didn't really do anything. But there just seems to be this connection. And they're the teams that you need to be careful of. You know? I, I, I give it to the manager, Paul Warren. He, he's someone yeah, he, he's who's done, a He's done coach. fantastic. He is an absolutely top, top guy. You know, absolutely lives and breathes the club. And, you know, as I mentioned on last week's show, you know, they had a lot of deadwood, a lot of shit to clear out their squad. And, and he's successfully done that and he's trying to mould something. And, you know, I think with Rotherham, it's a case of they maybe are just too good for League One, but they're not quite good enough for the Championship. They're, always, between, like, they're, yeah. they're hovering in that in-between, in that sort of, in, in, in that reduced-to-clear rail, as you would say, young Michael, in that reduced-to-clear rail, just, oh, just, just you know, waiting to be picked up uh, as, as, as a bargain. Just incidentally looking at Millwall's running, of course, it's Brentford. At the yep. dead on Friday, uh, Villa away on Monday. By the way, can I just advertise, because I know uh, there'll be some officials from Millwall Football Club uh, listening. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to go for the curry afternoon slash evening part two. If anyone from the club wants to join us, you know where to DM us and we'll give you the secret location. Because last time you copied us, we, that's it's fine. We know you wanted to do your own curry night, that's fine. Don't be copying us again. We're doing a secret location, aren't, aren't we, Nick? This is going to be the real deal. It's going to be the full it, Desi stuff. It's not. It's not going to be any any, any of your Millwall, you know. Um, none of that Uncle stuff. Ben shite serving. Real deal. Real deal, mate. Yeah. Real deal. This is this, this, this is good. Birmingham. This is so, good yeah. stuff. Young Mickey Avery is hopefully going to be there. And I'll Contact tell you something. Us. You you think he's been running for the past week, mate? He will be shitting fire come you know Tuesday morning. Yeah. It will <laughs> be game you. over. He, <laughs> he there'll be, be a there'll be a non in a secret location with my name on. <laughs> Mate, he would have self-cremated himself. What are you on about? That's exactly what's going to happen with Yami Kevry. Anyway, uh, so Villa, Curry Evening, if you want to get involved, DM Nick, DM Harry, DM yeah, me, DM whoever. Um, Millwall Stoke, Saturday the 27th, half one kickoff at the Den. A Tuesday night at the Den as well. You know what, as well, the Tuesday night attendances have been not great. That it could be such a key game against Bristol City. Yeah, and, and again, they've got more interest in it than, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we can wrap some points up uh, Friday and then, well, out, some, get something, scratch something out of Aston Villa. Don't, because, don't, um, for, don't forget, Nick, don't forget, mm. just, just very quickly on that point, you know teams who get into the playoffs, some of them off, don't yeah. want to play each other. No, no some of them no. don't want to play each other. So they lose games, or they rest players, so that they move up and down within those four sort of berths, if you like. So, for example, Villa may not want to play West Brom. They can separate them each other. Do, do you not? Do you kind of see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've heard of a lot of clubs trying to do that. So you never know. You you never actually know. Well, it'd be nice if we can benefit from some of that. I mean, I, I think the point of Villa Park would be a fantastic achievement. So uh, anything more than that would be absolutely wonderful. But it'd be nice mm. to be going into those final couple of games: the Stoke game, the Bristol game. You know, with, with with a little bit of water between us and the bottom three, uh, and certainly I don't want to be going to Wigan on the last day of the season at all, uh, unless I have to. And um, you know, I'm, I'm putting this on the middle squad. I don't want to go to Wigan, boys. So, you know, sort it out between now and then. Incidentally, can I issue a, an apology to the Billy Brentford podcast? Billy Billy uh, Billy <laughs> Besotted. Um, he, he actually messaged me the other day and I asked me for ahead of the uh, London Derby on, on Good Friday 
for some light-hearted questions I, I, I wanted to pose to uh, Thomas Frank, my initial <laughs> head of their, their show for Friday. Now, my initial reaction was I don't actually know who Thomas Frank was. And I looked him up and saw he was the Brentford manager. And I couldn't think of anything at all serious light-hearted. or light-hearted that I wanted to say to him. So um, I, let it, I let it kind of die away in the wind. So if Billy's listening, I apologise to you, mate. I just couldn't think of anything at oh. all. I wanted to ask Thomas Frank. I've got no interest I, I, in I would have gone for, <laughs> Thomas, do you have an oversized darts playing lady in your life? <laughs> if so, why not visit the Millwall Club shop? <laughs> well, one of the downfalls of being a podcast, you get people contacting you asking you things about their, their club. And half the time, I don't know who they are. or what. You know, I know nothing of the, of the background of the club's concern. So I apologise to any, uh, any Brentford fans who are really looking forward to the five questions from the den, but I couldn't think of a thing to ask. Hey-ho. Okay. Um, I'll be looking ahead to Villa. Yeah, it's going to go ahead to Villa. Why not? I think that's, um, as I say, I think if we get anything uh, out of that point. game, it's going to be a... <laughs> take a point now, boys. I mean, I, I think that'd be a great performance if we can get a point at Aston Villa and beat... Someone kick, someone kick Jack Greenish really, really hard, please. Yeah. I'll tell you what, to I be, knew you were going to say Villa, that. Roughly about neck height. I, I think he may draw some attention. <laughs> I just got, yeah. I don't, to, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> I really dislike him. Do you? He's yeah. a really good player. Why? Why? He's a great player. He's not. He is he's a good championship. He's a good championship player. I don't understand his side. Oh, our level. If Bournemouth forked up 35 million pounds, they'd turn him into a class act. You know that? Mm. Bournemouth. Someone you say fucking Bournemouth? Yeah, because, because look what they've done. Oh, don't get him started. Don't get him started on oh, the FFP. Mate, I, I know you don't like Bournemouth, and I appreciate that they're owned by a secret Russian guy, but what I'm saying is... <laughs> I know Eddie Howe's a dickhead and all that. He looks like a Lego man. He looks like a jelly baby, etc. Fine. But if you Eddie Howe thought Josh Wright was a good football player. That I is know, it. Mate, that I is know, a well leave. What, what can you do? If you, look, if you look at what they've done with David Brooks, who came from the Championship, and he looks an absolute yeah, he's, class He's a fantastic act. player, but he won't be there at Bournemouth next season. That's, the but what, that's what I'm saying. If Bournemouth could do that again, he'll, he'll get a move to a Spurs or something like that. You know, or won't Man someone... United buy him? Oh, I'll, I'll take him. I think he's class. I'd, he's better uh, than fucking Pogba. By the way, if anyone wants to part exchange Pogba for Dave Martin, I'd do it. <laughs> I don't think... Still, you know what? Aaron's still bitter think, after last night's performance. Do you know what? How, how good is Pogba in goal? <laughs> I don't think Pogba would actually get on with the Millwall faithful. I just feel no, like Pogba... Somehow, no. No, I don't think that would work. Just, to, I don't want to worry anyone, but I'm just looking at Aston Villa's last five games are consistent green wins on the BBC table. So I think they won their last eight. Nine, I don't know. I've got five showing on there, but five straight wins. So, um, clearly a decent side. I know, I, I, I take Aaron's point about Grealish. He might not be a particularly uh, likeable individual, but they're a good team. So, I think, we, you know, we, we'll have to go some to get anything out of it. shit Ben Thompson. Yeah, to be fair as well, though, when when we played them, they was on their knees, weren't they, at the start of the season? Aaron, we, we are you checking them, into we? a hotel? No. <laughs> I can keep hearing a beep in the background. That's someone's, that's either in, that's... someone's in Safeway. Or... At least we're not in Chernobyl this week. The Wonderwall Cup 2019 will be held at the Den, Bank Holiday Sunday, May the 26th, 2019. Lions legends including Jimmy Carter, Alex Ray and the star of Championship Manager Cherno Samba will take on the stars of social media including the F2 freestylers Bradley Simmons and comedian Man Like Hacks. Why not make it a family day out? 
£10 entry fee for adults, £6 for the under 16s and just £3 for the under 12s. The proceeds from the match will be split 50-50 between Childline and the veterans charity SAFA. Tickets are available now at www.millwalltickets.com www.millwalltickets.com The Wonderwall Cup, Sunday, May the 26th, 2019. See you there. Well, I think as with Leeds, though, going to Villa, I think that will raise the Mill game. I think we perform well at these big venues and against against the odd situations. I mean, I hope so. Sheffield United. I'm buzzing for it. We were yeah, good against. We were good against Villa last season. That was just before Christmas last season. Nil nil. Yeah, nil-nil. and Dave Martin played and made two or three good saves. And um, who was involved in them? Sam Johnson. Yeah, Sam Johnson. The, the thing is, the thing is with Villa, like Dean Smith's side of Brentford. They will play brilliant football for an hour and then they will just fall asleep. And they fall asleep and then they're like, oh shit, we conceded. And then the whole of Villa Park just gets edgy. So, if Millwall can can, can fight like they did till like, like last week with Jake Cooper, you're on to a result. You'll get a point or something. I've got to give Neil Harris some credit though because Neil Harris changed formation proactively to beat Sheffield United. Even though they went behind... What they were doing was trying to frustrate, stay in the game at 1-0, stay in the game until the last 20 minutes and have a go. And that's exactly what they did. And it, it worked out perfectly, you know, to go three at the back, you know, three centre-halves. Conor McLaughlin coming in, a man who I called a wage thief, not knowing that he was injured. Um, wage thief. <laughs> <laughs> that's harsh. So, so I'll take back any any previous comments about Conor McLaughlin. Uh, I've been receiving not not and... not knowing he snapped both his cruciate ligaments. The way no, 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 yeah. no. Just call him a wage thief. So, um, any any comments about Conor McLaughlin have been rescinded. They have now been passed on to Yuri Skalak, who is now being contracted to um, spend his summer retiling Harry's bar. <laughs> Just to just to dwell on on Neil's uh, change of formation, um, he's, he's speaking on news at Den and he's talking about systems that he's employed this season, and he's also having a dig at those out there in Twitter land and internet land that have had a little dig at him. Um, I, I, I quite like it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't mind it. I mean, some people get quite touchy, don't they? He can't it? say he can't say that. No, and but, but they're, but they're, but they're expecting not to say nothing back. But, it, but it's this hypocrisy. You can dish it out, left, right and centre, at the game, online, wherever. Um, but no, no one must ever say anything back to you. I, I find it quite weird. It's, it's, it's a, I think it's a football trait. It's a Millwall trait as well. People it's don't a like snowflake it. trait. I don't know. It's a modern thing, isn't it? You, they, they, I don't like it when um, the digs come back. But anyway, it does make reference to keyboard warriors or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, he says, my... saying keyboard warriors oh, is what, fucking what was that noise there? People... <laughs> he says, my job is to prepare players in a system of play and style of play that suits us and is effective. So um, certainly on Saturday you can say that. I mean, there's been other occasions this season where not, not so much because we've had a couple of runs of uh, defeats that's you know, probably put us in the position we're in. A couple of runs of four straight defeats, I think, early in the season and more recently. So... Uh, Saturday certainly it worked, didn't it? And it's nice to see it working, and more of the same in the future. So yeah, well done, Neil. I, I don't mind him having a dig back. What about what about you boys? You do you, you take I umbrage? Like it. Uh, Harry no, likes it. Michael, do you take umbrage at it? No, I've, I've, I do think it needs to be said because, like you were saying a little while ago, he was getting torrid abuse online, wasn't he? And he was. um, 
took was, Summer he, Bolton, you know. Yeah, um, he, he, rightly, yeah, he, rightly, he, he took an awful, yeah, he took an awful, awful lot. And, and there were some people that were, you know, call, calling for his head at one point. And you think, mm. you know, this is the new Aristotle, let's be honest with you. Like, over three years prior, you know, beat Premier League clubs, got us promoted, got us to Here's play, got us to have been touching... No, no, yeah, but to a point, he, he, he arguably was for those three years. But, you know, I've, I've, I think he's got every right to have a dig him. Good luck to him. I was um, tuned into watching um, the, the, the kind of uh, the live feed on Saturday via Twitter. So it was a, quite, not quite literally someone's iPhone set up in front of their TV watching the game. And one of the downfalls of, of um, I think it's called um, Periscope. It's a form of live live broadcasting is you get in-game comments and some of the moronic comments that you get on there is, is a real dark insight into the human soul you know i mean people are putting on there Millwall are shit you know this is like Millwall fans oh we are shit again i see you know and you think actually this is we, we were one nil down but we're kind of making a comeback into a game that's always going to be difficult you get no balanced or nuanced kind of comment it's just we're either um world cup winners or we're, we're shit you know there's no in between so, Nick, Nick, so, so your this... first Millwall game no, my first, no, it's not my first Melbourne game, but it's the first game I've watched sounds, on, on Twitter on Periscope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But have you not, you've been in you've been in crowds, yeah, of Millwall fans where you get that one bloke that just fucking oh, has come yeah. to let. I'm sure there's Millwall fans that we're like a version of the Samaritans. Mental health charity <laughs> should link up with Millwall because people turn up. I'm sure they're not all like they're a sandwich short of a picnic. Where basically you can turn up and call anyone whatever you like for 90 minutes and then go home feeling good about yourself. Well, oh, oh, don't. I was, oh, I was, we, there was say. a bloke who's. I was sorry, go on you first, Darren. Go on, mate. I was just going to say if Cooper's canisters 698, I think that's they're using them. If they fancy a right fucking good scrap, yeah, Nick Hart, <laughs> Nick Hart will be waiting for you outside the Millwall Cup. But the gold, the traditional venue is the Golden Line. It's not there anymore. But on the, no, he'll, he'll, he'll be waiting outside the, the club shop, <laughs> won't you? Yeah. He'll be there chewing on his Zampa fish waiting for you. (laughs) I I find in a crowd, I mean, you're right, Harry. I mean, you get get morons, you get people saying stupid things and you get all sorts of stuff being said, but somehow your ears can, you can filter it out. You ignore it. Whereas on on the screen, you're kind of watching the game, you get these fucking comments that appear like, uh, you know, same old shit again, I see. Romeo's a fucking cunt. Yeah, I, I, spent, I spent the last chunk of the game trying to work out how to switch off the comments. I can't, I can't look at this moronic stuff. But I wanted to see how the game went. But there was there, there was a geezer who sat near me, um, and it was the time of Gary Alexander. When we had him, he couldn't stand him. He could not. And I'm going, he's quality, you know. And you know when he had that gold drought when he first started. Yeah, he has a, a, yeah. Was, a dry spell. Yeah, spell and, he, and he was going, oh shit, we should never have signed him and all that. And do you remember he got that hat trick against Brighton? Didn't yeah. he? And he, and yes, he scored he did, that. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think it was the penalty yeah. that got the hat trick, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the game, he's gone. I thought he was lucky today. I was like, <laughs> lucky? He's just scored a fucking hat trick. What, what are you talking about? And then, and then when Alexander left, a couple of years later, he was like, he was a good player, that Alexander, wasn't he? I went, you're having an absolute laughing. Yeah, I've gone, you've done nothing but slag him off for like six years. It's, it's, it's a dark my, my insight into the human heart. My, my personal favourite one of that. There was a bloke who used to sit two rows, three rows behind me. And he fucking absolutely loved Paul Huberts. So we're going through that. He was just <laughs> it wasn't me, was it, Aaron? Who, who absolutely loves Paul Huberts? I mean, who does that? <laughs> he was such a weird player. Oh, right? Paul Huberts. Yeah, it he works, wasn't actually works. called Paul. It was P-O-U-L. P-O-U-L, yeah. Paul yeah, Huberts. Whatever oh, happened to oh. Paul Huberts? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was literally just going to say. The best thing was, was he went to Northampton afterwards, didn't he? 
after he spent a year know. with us. And then he, he went back to, yeah. and he went back to, to Scandinavia. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. went back to that was it, Denmark. And on the on the club that he signed, they went after a successful two year spell in England. I was like, what League One for the worst Millwall side ever, where he played about ten games and then Northampton. That's a successful spell, you know. Jesus yeah, Christ, bump, what was he planned? Bump your CV up. We've all done that on application form in our oh, time. So it's probably that, 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 that mentality. That, that, that's like saying you've got a PhD when you've got your puffing swimming badge, though, ain't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> Wit or less. Puffing swimming badge. <laughs> I'm, I'm, how many yard certificates do you have, Nick? How many certificates? How many um, yards? What, well, swimming? Um, I'm not a very good swimmer, to be absolutely honest. I can do a width. Well, I could, well, I've never developed the ability to swim and breathe at the same time, so it'd be done in one big gulp of air. So no, I'm not the strongest what? swimmer in the world, I'm afraid. I can't I work out how that was. I can't breathe in. Breathe in. That's why you expected that to work. You expected to gain gills at some point, or what? Yeah, well, that's why I only went for the width. So I didn't go for the length because I'd run out of air and I'd probably sink and die. And then you wouldn't have a podcast, listeners. So. Thank, thankfully, I stuck to the widths. Don't worry, me, 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 Harold, and Michael will carry the good. You carry on in my memory. Actor you know? in, in Nick's memory, he, he tried to do a length in the swimming pool and didn't make it. Just carried out. R-O- he was carried R-O-P. out. He was carried out of uh, carried out like to sea. Like like on a lilo. The wreck of see, 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 that could be the debut video on the uh, possible Actor Mill YouTube channel. Nick swimming in Seven Islands, rather I've. People keep people keep saying to me, "Oh, you got to do a, a, a channel," but I, I don't know really. I don't think I really. I don't know yeah. if I want it's to. That's gonna want... look like a cunt. Right? You are listening to Achten Millwall. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> That's libelous. <laughs> I've seen the link. What, 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 the, what, the running downstairs? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go for the whole show and find that bit and cut that now. Mate. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I do apologise. I can't help it. 
Anyway, move on. Let's do the player of the season. Put, 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 it, put it this way. Put it this way. Just, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. just, to, just to add my two penneth on to it, we're going to start the podcast with... It's a Millwall! Fucking yes, so the, the odds are against oh, me doing a YouTube channel, God. listeners. I'm sorry about that. I don't think I think the world the world's got enough. Um, hey, you never know. You never and, know, Nick. You never yeah. know. Oh uh, God, could you imagine me standing there getting fronted by Dan <laughs> <laughs> with that fucking laugh as well? <laughs> so I do it. Him. Move oh, on. Love you. It. Player right, of the move. season controversy. Should Millwall fans be able to vote for Ben Thompson? Apparently, um, we're not being is allowed to vote for whoever we like. Um, is, is it good when you stand? He's a cunt. He can fucking part. He's part of the people that took over from us, ladies and gentlemen. He's got loads of morals. <laughs> It's a man that allows a club to be attacked and then attacks the club himself. <laughs> We've got various views. We've got various views online um, because just a little bit of background. Um, apparently, we're not being allowed to vote for Ben Thompson as player of the season, though some many would like to. I think he's certainly made a huge impact. Whether it's right or proper that he's player of the season is probably the question. Um, I can see why you probably... Would not want him to be, but I'm not sure you can really restrict it. It's not like we're voting for a whether to leave a European Union or something, is it? It's not that important a thing. Yeah, that's right. But are we allowed to? If we don't get the result we want, are we allowed to vote? Have an argument? <laughs> and then have a people's vote afterwards as whether yeah, it was the best. Yeah, to decide whether yeah. or not Ben no, Thompson yeah, was right to have the decision of yeah. Ben Thompson or not. We're only saying we we should have the right to say how the award is presented to Ben Thompson. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's another question it's again. Yeah, so get, we've got yeah, a few tweets go. here. We've got we've got Millwall halfway lines. So why do we need rules? I think that's an anarchist's argument. Why do we need rules? Because if not, we end up with them wankers on fucking Waterloo Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the fans let the fans say who their player of the season is. Personally, think Thompson getting played will be harsh on Gregory, but you could also say that Alex Pierce has made a massive difference. I think that's fair comment. True. Um, Big Will says Shane Ferguson. Uh, player of the season, Shane Ferguson went through the pain of being frozen out and has come back stronger. Some outstanding games. Yeah. It also suggests yeah. um, Jake, Jake Cooper for putting himself Ooh. about. Ooh. Fearless. Ooh. Jake, Jake Cooper. Oh. Jed Wallace. Jed Wallace always gives 100%. I don't think it's been Jed's best season. I think there's three fairness. or four. Uh, I mean, for effort, I, I suppose. What is player of the season for? Is it for achievement or is it for effort? Well, I, I, I think it's a combination of a few different things. And I'm just going. I'm voting for him purely because he's unplayable. I'm voting for Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Fred for United last night, Aaron. Yeah, he well... Un, he was it, unplayable last night. It, I would have played Maybe it. we can swap the two of them. <laughs> That's good. I'll take it. I'll take anything right now. <laughs> Tony Thomas says player of the season. It could be based on one magic moment, a player that has led from the front, a player that's worked on the hardest, the most consistent, the most valuable, yeah, okay. Personally, it's a player I'd fight, fight, put first on the team sheet. So for Tony, at the moment, it's Ben Thompson. First, I mean, he's, you wouldn't Fair. drop him, that's for sure. Would you? No, um, that's right. And he's, you know, he was on loan at Pompey, but came, when it was it January he came back? So Yeah, January. Um, yeah. I I can see the argument for it being Ben. I mean, it, you know, he's he certainly made a massive, massive difference. And um, we can play a different way now, can't we? Key to our survival, potentially. So yeah, yeah I can see. But anyway, the club are not allowing it, so you can't do it. 
So that, that's um, fucking Kavner. Uh, if you, want to, if, you, if you want to debate it at some length, go on Love Sport Radio tomorrow. Or t- and, uh, yeah. go on the Love Sport. Tune into the Winstand, and then um, and then make sure you head over to the blue tent in the car park and tell everyone exactly how you feel in a nice measured Millwall way. Achtung, Millwall. Achtung, Millwall. Lee, yeah. Lee Gregory, Lee Gregory as well is another name. I, I think you know he's, he's. I know he gets criticised for his finishing, lack of work, work rate. Work rate is immense, and, and also his passing ability. He's made some fantastic passes up from yep. the front. So, you know, I, I think there's a number of contenders. Um, I voted Lee Gregory to be absolutely honest. If in the absence mm. of Ben Thompson, I haven't voted. Have you not? I don't believe in democracy anymore, so um, I don't. I don't vote. <laughs> If you, you're going down the authoritarian route, you'd impose it from above then, Harry, wouldn't you? No, it's just my... my Who would you impose? Than, who would I impose? No, I'd yeah. just... I mean, it's... <laughs> I am... Um, this is a wider question on democracy. <laughs> um, it's probably not the show for this. No, I, no, I think... No. I think my top... I'd have sort of a top three. I agree with Gregory. I'd agree with Thompson. And I'd agree with Cooper. Um, and kind of the reason that I'd agree with Cooper is that I think Cooper has been... Um, there for every game um, went for a difficult start to the season with Hutch and has come up with some really key goals you know he, he scored the winner against um, or didn't score, well scored against Everton didn't he with his hand he's becoming a bit of a shit house um, I quite I quite like him it's just it, and he seems to be growing as a as a person as well he's a figure yeah no I agree he's an absolute He's an absolute hunk of a man as well. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Just to close the um the it's rules. A bit weird, Aaron. You of... keep saying ooh in the background. Oh. <laughs> rules of the vote. Oh. Um, Ed Castle. Ed Castle mentions when Christian Daly of West Ham got a couple of votes a few seasons ago for being player of the season. So I think he scored own goals for Charlton yes, and for, and for West, West Ham, didn't he? Yeah, in the Mother's Day so, um, yeah. Nice. But I mean, you will you will get you will get odd odd results like that. But I, I think to be most fair, people right? I personally, for manager of the season, um, would have voted for Avram Grant the year he took West Ham down. <laughs> one of the nicest, to be fair, Avram Grant, one of the nicest people I've ever met in, when I uh, worked in a, a certain shop that, sound, uh, that used to be called St. Michael's. And um, he came in looking okay. for white socks. And I went up and found him some white socks. I said, I'll go and find them for you as long as you have a picture with me. So I've got a picture of me and Avram Grant, and I said, "You're my football. You're one of my football idols." He said, "Why is that?" And I said, "Because you relegated oh, West Ham." He didn't look impressed. He didn't look impressed. No shit. Achtung, Millwall. I just want to mention a really nice evening um, event that the club's organised. I want to say, well done for organising the evening with the 1988 promotion. It's the end of season Christmas too. Oh, £99 for that. I I can't get past the £99. But this is much better. Um, An evening with the promotion winning team now listed and let's hope that Teddy shows shows up. Teddy Sheringham, um, Les Riley, Jimmy Carter. Cascarino's gone a bit wobbly in recent years. Keith Stevens and more set to be present. But um, £30 a ticket. That's more like it. That's that's the kind of price Thirty pound. That's 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 quality. Ninety nine pound for the end of season. Do how much I, did Teddy? I'm how much percentage does Teddy with. get out of uh, out of that <clears> turning <throat> up to the eighty eight? Do 
Teddy Teddy Sheringham was a wonderful, wonderful player, and um, it was Mill. He stayed with Mill when we got relegated in 91, 1991, Scored a um, club record haul of goals. He'd done he'd done his time with the club. I know that he's gone off to other clubs. What was that no, the team that he won? No, no, that no. team that won the European Cup. Two thousand and four. He decided to sign for West Ham United He's over a Millwall. Listen He's a to the difference. A, Tim uh... Cale decided to sign for Millwall to finish his career. Teddy Sheridan had that opportunity. He chose to go to the cunts down the road. That is why Neil Harris is a better, more better messiah. I'm but, sorry. But... I, I've had the argument with my old man who is of a certain vintage, and I do not care. Anyone that lives for 87, 88, Harry, would, would disagree yeah. with that, seriously. To be that. fair to Teddy Sheringham, though, Nick, in his defence, this has been an evening with he supported as a child. He's always followed an evening with the Lions. <laughs> he supported, also supported Man United as a boy, didn't he? And he, he? Yeah, he, he supported an <laughs> evening AFC with Colchester. Even though and... they weren't formed at the time. Well, when yeah. we all got relegated from the top flight back to Division 2, as it was then, he stayed with us and we got very close to getting promoted. His goals almost single-handedly got us back into the top flight. The best player I've ever seen in the Millwall shirt. I, I, for one, won't be there. When they get a proper Millwall legend on there, you know, I'm, I'm talking in the elite league of... Daniel like, Gesson. We're no, missing Matthias, Daniel Gesson. Matthias Renegi. Matthias <laughs> Renegi. <laughs> Renegi, I forgot about him. Matthias, get Matthias Renegi in there. Paul get Hubert an evening already. with Matthias Renegi. Get a bit of pasta going on there. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, an, an evening with Danny and Gesson and Barry Powell. There Barry we go. Powell, there's, there's a night. Barry Powell, there's a, a fucking name. A buffet will be available. A, a, disco, a buffet? A, a buffet. A, a disco and pay bar facilities. And Brian Hall is hosting, and younger kids out there think of Brian Hall as this fat bloke they meet at the ground, was a fantastic oh, goalkeeper. Great goalkeeper. Absolutely don't great know. goalkeeper. You probably don't know who I am, to be fair, so I can't really... And, I can't anyway, can, can we, can well we done, swiftly move on to the retail section of this show, please? Oh, yeah. We haven't got our list this week. We normally get a little um, pre prelim. Well, we this is, it's a surprise, isn't it? Because he's gone online. Young he's gone he's on to eBay. Oh, he's gone on, a bit on the old eBay, is she? Oh, okay. Is she? Is she? He? Sorry. Is he? Genophobic. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, I, I have to, say, I have to say, lads. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the world of eBay is a strange place for Millwall memorabilia. I have it is to say. generally, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is generally. Yeah. I've 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 never found so many rare badges in my life than in the first two pages of um of Millwall eBay. So basically, I thought I'd um I thought I'd start with uh a, a nice Dockers Day medal from the Dockers second Day division champ. Uh, yes, okay. the, it's, it's listed the Mill memorabilia Dockers yeah. Day Medal, Second Division, two thousand and one. Oh, sorry, two thousand, two thousand and one. Dockers There's Day didn't exist then. Who's done no, that? No, exactly. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not calling the people of eBay liars. But... <laughs> well, I, see, I would have been, I would have been around eleven or twelve years of age at this time, and I can't personally remember. The Dockers Day. It was either a bloody good guess or someone had a premonition. So it started. Yeah. Dockers Day started when Peter was um, found on the board, something like that. Yeah, yeah, recently. Yeah, so, so, so that's, that's a made-up medal, and they, they put that yeah. together. Either that or it's a misprint. Trying to pass it, 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 it could, it could be. But to be fair to them, Charlotte, their delivery, their delivery <laughs> date's a lot sooner than the club shops. Because, um, <laughs> and the key word is, is it in stock? It is in stock at twenty-six 
pounds. Twenty-six pounds. Twenty-six pounds for a fake medal. I'm not Jesus joking. That, I'm not joking. This thing looks like something you can get from Decathlon at Surrey Keys. There's, there's a geezer who walks around like the little village I live in, like, and he's got like fake war medals on there. I might buy it for him. Now <laughs> I tell, I, badges. I tell, swiftly moving on. This was an item, Aaron. That when you asked, is there any dog coats? Was the one. Yeah. Here we go. The one. I'm ready. Here we go. You want, so, do, you want dog so, coats? So, 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 so how long? So, so how long? Would you say is a good ruler? I'd a say ruler. a good. Well, is it? Are we talking a steel ruler, a plastic ruler, or a wooden ruler? I tell you what. So, for, for, for the sake for the so sake 12, of the art, let's say wooden. Twelve inches of zamper, I go. Foot long, foot long, foot, foot long, foot long zamper. Are we talking well. metric, or, metric, <laughs> or centimeters or inches? Or are we going metric? What, what, whatever the whatever Lee voted for. We're going post Brexit Imperial. Imperial. <laughs> One yard. A, a yard. You need a yard long ruler. A perch. A perch. Well, well, what if I tell you that you could get a vintage Millwall Football Club memorabilia free foot ruler? A free a foot ruler. What did they use that for to mark out the mark what out the kind uh, of? Is it a fold in half, like a like a it, like an actual woodwork type um, on, honestly, wooden ruler? You know, in in, in the photo, it makes the skirting board in the background look like a tic tac. This thing is huge. It is like a fucking diving board. And I tell you what, for four pound ninety nine, it's free collection in person. Where from? I don't know. I'm not going around his ass if he's reminiscing. <laughs> oh no, he's he's been waiting for you. Oh, it's horrific. What's he been measuring with a three-foot ruler? On, honestly, Aaron, I'm not joking. It is absolutely maybe, maybe, enormous. Maybe the top shop should buy it as they're going to get some bigger zampers and bigger balinas. Achtung, Milbein. You know how people call the Mill Club shop out of date for having an iPhone 6 case? Yep. Yeah, some and people some I, do. Yeah. Such as myself and, and everyone and else would. <laughs> yep, and an iPad 2 case with 90% yep. off. That, that, that's their yep. business model, yeah. Well, for one pound, one yep. pound, yep. you can get an, a, a Millwall official merchandise catalogue, 1996 to 97. Oh, they're selling that, nice. right? the um The club shop brochure from, from the 96-7 season. That, yes, okay. and, on, and on the front so, we've got, it looks like Mark Bircham, Dave yeah, yeah. Savage... They and used to have um, Theo's, Theo's family members doing the modelling, didn't they? They'd like his, uh, it might have been his daughter or his niece or something would, would be course. the model for, of for course. the. Um... Why would Theo Pafitas pay anyone what they were worth? Where's the eight million gone, Theo? Where's the eight million? It's <laughs> all on that table in front of you at Dragon's Den. Was that the um, was that the weather in Norwegian season? It might have been, mightn't it? The uh, when we had the um, the live TV. From my former employer. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. 96, no. 97 would have been um, Captain Morgan, South London Press, wouldn't it? South London Press. South no, London Press. Yeah, I bet it's quite around. an interesting read. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I've done I'll tell, tell you what, Nick. I'll, I'll tell you what, Nick. I'll get it for you. I'm, I'm, is, that, is that before or after the uh, club shop as it is now was going to be a McDonald's? Is that before or after? No, that? we were sold. We were sold that when we made the move from Coldwell Lane. That we're going to have um, all the, all the major uh, fast food eateries on 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 um, on the concourse. We ended up with a Millwall Cafe. Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the New York City. To be um, fair, he does a, he does a good hot dog, young Sid. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Anyway, young Mickey, anything else? 
And I'll tell you what, this will be my last one. Um, last one from my search of eBay. So, Nick and yes. and Co, what do you remember from the 2001-2002 sorry, season? Would that be Claridge and, and Sadlier, the... Um... Uh, the, the, the playoffs, the uh, the, the riot. Um... The riot. I remember the riot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Silwood, Silwood Street looking like a fucking armed battleground circum sort of 1890. Yeah, it was, cavalry it, charges. Yeah. It was a bit like the opening scene of Gladiator after the game, wasn't it? Yeah. Look, yeah. Look, look, looking like one of those places that Aaron's champ manager places goes on pre-season. Great, great, season, great season, great season. Downtown great. Bosnia. Yeah. yeah, there we are. Green, Stern John um, in the last minute. So yes, it, yeah, those are my well, memories. Well, I'll tell here. you what. What what really sums up this season more than somebody on eBay selling a pre-season friendly program of Millwall versus Welling United away? Welling nice. United. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's oh. a pa- the, the program was originally a pound. Mm. However, it's yours for the bargain price of two ninety nine plus. Hundred quid, oh. yeah. Two two ninety nine plus one twenty five postage. That'd be like, any, more any, than that. Any signatures on that? Any signatures? Surprisingly, no. However, it does have a thirty day return, so you could read it within thirty days and send it back. That's a shout. Chris, I'm fine. did they ever? So some of the names on the back there: Christoph Kinney, Stuart yeah. Nethercott. Great names. Great season. Yep. Stephen Reid, Paul Weissel. Yeah. There was a Pete, one of Christoph Peter Sweeney. Willie Garay, Charlie Hearn, Leon Constantine, Ronnie Ball, Ronnie Ball, yeah. He was in Yeovil, didn't he? Ronnie Ball. What was his name? Leke 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 Great anyway, yeah. Ryan Green. Ron Green. Oh, was he in the squad that year? Let's have a quick look. Ronnie oh. Ball. Do you remember Ronnie Ball? I do Should remember Ronnie Ball. Forgotten yeah. Ryan and, Green. And Chad Harper. Chad Harper. I can't remember Chad, Chad Harper. I can remember Luke Chadwick. Yeah. Yes, we yes. had Nick Chadwick at Millwall. We couldn't afford Luke, so we got Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he scored against the uh, scored against West Ham, didn't he? In the uh, in the four one. Yes, he did. Yeah, good finish as well. To be fair. Should, should, we, we have, should we have the pre though? For what for what game? Millwall v Brentford. Oh, are we gonna are we gonna announce the Wonderwall Cup? Oh yeah, well yeah. Uh, so yeah, Acton Millwall is delighted to be bringing uh, you lovely listeners commentary. Uh, well, it, I don't know if it'll be live commentary or if it'll be recorded. We're not actually sure yet, but you will be getting some form of coverage for the, what this year's Wonderwall Cup. It'll be myself, it'll be young Harold Warren, and it will be young uh, Mickey Avery. Nick Hart is uh, is not here. Oh, I'm I mean, unavailable. I'll, I'll, I'll be in the Isle of Wight, listeners, so I'm sorry about that, but you'll have to he, make do without me. He's going on the Ipswich Town Senat Agent Saga training day. <laughs> he is, yeah. Time. <laughs> and he's, he's popped off down there for a three-day record. Well, basically, my, this is why Michael's been practicing uh, by for now for the last, what, six to eight weeks. It's so he can get it right on the day. He's just been using this as sort of an audition. The very uh, X-Factor slash sort of, uh, what's the other one on Teddy? Uh, oh, big, but Britain's Got Talent. It's X-Factor, a great course. Jesus Christ Superstar. We always run a little advert for it during the course of the programmes that we do. It's a great call. So I really hope a lot of people turn yep. out for the Wonderwall Cup. I think it's, um, it's a really Tamar- fantastic idea. I saw a video the other day, Tamara San offering out the F2 boys. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be worth get it. Quite, could, could get, could quite get tasty. tasty. 
Could yeah. get tasty. Excellent. All um, you need is Danny Dyer and Frank Harper to turn up, and we've got the original Football Factory cars. Score predictions, then. I'm going to go with um, Millwall 2, Brentford 0. Millwall 1, Aston Villa 1, Millwall 1. I'm gonna go Millwall. I'm gonna go Millwall one, Brentford nil, Millwall nil, Villa nil. Okay, I'm gonna go Millwall nil, Brentford two, Ooh. and I'm gonna go Millwall, oh. Millwall one, Aston Villa nil. Oh, the complete opposite. Uh, because that's Millwall. such a Millwall way of doing that. <coughs> Very Millwall choice. <laughs> I, I yes. am going Millwall one, Brentford nil, and Aston Villa nil, Millwall one. Oh, we like that. We like that prediction. The double one nil. The double one nil. That'd be lovely if that happened. I mean, we'd all brief. That it's just supposed to be a roasting Easter, isn't it? So, um, I'd yeah. like to warn all Millwall fans now in uh, the East Lower or whatever it's being called this week. Um, that shorts are all well and good, but remember to bring your sunglasses because you won't be able to see our long ball fucking style as that low sun gets lower and lower to blind you on a. Also, make, make sure they're fucking clean for fuck's sake. Oh, Jesus, man. Also, don't want like lad, last week's Carlsberg stains all over them. Also, lads, any, any, any style guide worth his name would always say, get a bit of curly into your legs before you put your shorts on, you know? <laughs> okay. So a, few uh, salmon, a few salmon pink legs will be, uh, will be arriving. Fantastic stuff. Anyway, gents, um, I'm going to call time on this week's Actung Millwall. I think it's been, uh, it's been another wonderful show. By the way, um, if you want to get involved, you you wonderful listeners out there, do us a favour. Send us some questions during the week. Nick can collate them, and we can have a bit of a bit yeah. of a bit of a listeners' questions edition. Interaction, you know, bit of a interaction. Bit of, it's your it's your it's the real Mill fan show. It's your fan show. Get involved. And Social this week, intercourse. Social don't intercourse. Call, <laughs> don't don't fucking call the other mob on a Friday night. They're cunts. That's why you listen to me. Really, it's for my balanced Mill views. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm going to no one forget nothing. What was it that used to be saying, didn't it? Forgive nothing, forget nothing. I'm I'm going to chuck one last thing in. I'm going to start setting a random question of the week. So this week's random question to you listeners out there and to you gents is, what's your favourite Easter egg? There you go. We'll come back on that one. Come back on that one for next week. Um, Which leads me to say, young Mickey, you know what to do. Bye for now. Let them come, let them come, let them come. We're only here to beat them again. It's the best team in London. No, the best team of all. Everybody knows us. We're called Millwall. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.